Well, grab a seat, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Flipping friends, we are back with, of course, executive producer Ryan Bukovetsky. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski One, a contributor to We Are Rigor Radio and co host of Second City Sports, Sydney Brown. Follow him at Kid 80 and Jason Kessner. Follow Jason at JF Kessner. And um, Kenneth Davis, follow me at That's Davis. Uh, we were going to get to the show, but we had a, a pre-show discussion on March Madness and Drake basketball, because, you know, we dive deep when we dive in. All right? <laughs> and that's not Drake at the basketball game. That's no, 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 no. City Drake the- playing basketball. Which, though, changed his mascot to the face of Drake. Wait, what? But we you know, yo, we got a connection to Drake too, because doesn't Melvin's cousin play for them? Not on the basketball team. I think it's football, but nevertheless, don't, I don't, don't know. Oh, I thought we were talking about Drake the artist connection. Now we got a connection. To Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but what we found out is our shout resident, out to Melvin, by the way. <laughs> yo, Loyola alumnus uh, Jason can't stand Loyola now because they're actually good at basketball. So Jason, the floor is yours. Please tell Educate everyone us. what you just tell. Yeah, let everyone know how they're polluting the neighborhood with their Loyola. Is that- <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why is Sister Jean dumping toxic waste with the Chicago Ripper? <laughs> right, listen, she rolls up there on a wheelchair, takes it off of her. Like she has one of those shawls on that takes it off. She dumps it on the side and she rolls back. <laughs> like I said, I feel Only like a few more left today. She spits on it. <laughs> I feel like the plucky underdog of Loyola thing is just a way for NCAA coverage to be like, look, we're not that bad. Like, oh, man, we'll just sweep all the stuff under the rug. You know, Sister Jean doing her whole thing. Like, I mean, it's it's fine. But like then the, the Harry Potter scarf thing, it's just really obnoxious. Like, and again, I, it's torn because I'm like, on the one hand, I'm like, yes, sports competitive, like. Like I was at, I was watching them play Michigan in the final four. Right. But I'm torn between being the kid who went to a school when the team had four wins and being like, yeah, we don't get that riffraff here to them being like, Oh, look at the jock asshole who couldn't make it in basketball in the suburbs. And I don't know. It's just so bad. It's so bad. Like they use it to uh, like both paint over their own reputation and they're the NCAA's pawn, right? Because just gentrify the neighborhood, tear shit down, and also like, you know, perpetuate terrible Catholicness, right? Like, oh, Sister Jean's adorable and love of the nation, but you can't get contraceptives on campus. Like, never mind actual issues in the 21st century, right? So I know I'm going to wear the black hat for this one, but like I have conflicted feelings. Like, at the one hand, I'm like, yeah, go Ramblers. And on the other hand, I was like, it sucks. Screwed it. To run off. Screwed my legacy. Sydney almost <laughs> took his headset off and did. <laughs> Pull Ron Santa on you. <laughs> you had me. You had me a contraceptive. So I'm out Ah, Sydney Brown likes it raw. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on in now. <laughs> Good one. I got a feeling this is going to be, a, you're making a social media clip this week, Jason. <laughs> like I said, I'm going to wear the black hat for this one, but as, as an alumnus, I'm like, uh, I kind of feel like they wear the black hat. Like, round two of Loyola and March Madness. It's, it's, I mean, they're not Gonzaga yet, right? But like, no, you no. boy, you hope that you can get to Gonzaga level. 
Oh, apparently not, Ken. Nevertheless, it brings it brings complications, right? As some it, it changes who you bring to your school. Like I kind of liked when there was a movement on campus to be like, we suck at sports. Maybe let's not spend money on it, as opposed to like, let me write you a check so you can build buildings where there's you know. So it's you want to be like U of I, you want to be like U of I and do away with sports in general. I mean, I was actually having this conversation uh, just yesterday with my brother and my roommate out on the, on the patio. Uh, the connection between sports and it's more aligned with uh, high school, but it also applies to the not paying college athletes when they bring millions of dollars to school. Like, I feel like a lot of the problems with the U.S. will never change until we acquire, like, bring the club sport, like European style. Where they're they're under tw- under 18s, but they're still professional and on that track, rather than trying to lie and say that we care about their educations. I agree. In the context of them being athletes, and I was actually sh- to take a little bit of heat off the of me being like, "Screw Loyola, I like them when they sucked." Uh, Moxie, if anybody saw it, I feel like the reason why I was thinking those thoughts about uh, you know club sports and getting out of the academic paradigm that that movie if anybody's seen it really underscores the toxicity that like can happen when you know you have the 1972 uh, captain of the football team even if they're terrible you know really wanting to make donations and contributions to the athletic program when we all know the bad side of sports right we've been doing this long enough to see that that happens um so yeah anyway shout out to that movie and amy poehler and if anybody needs a recommendation for that movie go watch it 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 checks all the boxes for team movie but with the 21st century spin anyway that's my way to get out of the whole like in the crosshairs because <laughs> i am still kind of rooting for uh loyal even if i cringe every time we see the harry potter glasses because it's not even the same colors <laughs> It's just kind of close. I remember, I remember, I don't know if I got into a debate with uh, the priest at my grade school. We were doing like uh, poster boards. I don't think the poster board had to be themed about, um, I don't know, things that was going on at that time. And this girl made a poster board. In the middle of it was like a, a, a condom wrapper. She, I don't think it was an actual condom wrapper, but it was like a condom wrapper that she made out of whatever. And uh, we had I had them all up on the wall, and uh, Father Fleck came in the room, and he was like, "Take, take that down, right?" Yep. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like at that point, I didn't. You know what? I had the discussion in the next class we had with the teacher is where I went on a rant about it. Um, and I remember because I asked the teacher, "I'm like, wait, y'all here to serve us in this black community, right?" Like. This is a problem that's going on. And this is AIDS is rampant, right? Like you're, you were supposed to know about this. I get as far as religion wise, why he, he was offended, but you have to understand the world is the world and you're supposed to be preparing us for real life or whatever. Uh, so I just, it just jumped out to me. We talked about contraceptives uh, not being serviced on, served on, allowed, well, given out on campus or whatever. Wait, they don't even get the free clinic doesn't give out contraceptives either? Don't believe Damn. so unless it's changed. Also, there used to be a Planned Parenthood. I'm just remembering as uh, you're talking about when I was a student or shortly thereafter. Uh-huh. Now this makes me sound like I'm a, like it's my fault because like <laughs> I'm not there anymore. So now they had to close. But no, it was like oh, you're not keeping campus. them supplied, huh, Jason? <laughs> Damn shame. I, I walked into that. I just one. love all the colors. 
Right. I had a line. I had them lined up. I had them lined up. Wow. But you know, there's a Planned Parenthood just off and they tore down the building and there's no Planned Parenthood in in the north, far north side now. And um, I'm not going to say Loyola had a lot to do with that, but they do lean on the aldermen. They do lean on the local aldermen pretty heavily and pretty much get what they want. So I know, like, in the national broadcast, you hear a lot of, like, oh, Loyola, really, in, in Rogers Park community. Like, I live in the Rogers Park community. They're really not that into the community. They're into themselves, which we can understand. Which happens to be in Rogers Park. Also, yeah. maybe maybe be a little bit more honest. Like, I know everybody does it, but do it a little less hard if you're going to be the plucky underdog. All right. That's That's my thoughts. That's our Loyola take from our expert. Everyone's going to hate me. Send all, that, send all that to J.F. Kessner. <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing to do with that. All right, all right. Jumping into the topics, guys. Uh, and also, don't you leave Jason alone. Those, that's how he feels. That's how he feels. A Michigan man who spent nearly five years, this is from the AP, in custody is suing a, a, a car rental company for failing to produce a ti- at a timely manner a receipt that would have pro- proved his innocence long before he was convicted in 2011 of murder. The evidence from Hertz was finally obtained in 2018, leading to Herbert Alford's exoneration in Ingram County's uh, last year. Oh, he got braids. Alfred filed a lawsuit against Hertz. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that in jail? Who was bringing you up in jail? Herbert. <laughs> Alfred filed a lawsuit against Hertz on Tuesday. Although the case, listen, when you when it's going great, you just gotta let it go. My next door neighbor, right? I nicknamed, do y'all do this? I'm gonna get back to the story. My next door neighbor, right? I nicknamed him Durag, right? Um, nicknamed him Durag. Um, and he used to have like uh braids and his hair is gray, and it was like, dude, you just you need to let it go. When he finally cut it off, he's a handsome gentleman. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, that's cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, you look better, you know what I'm saying? Bad enough for you staying with your mama, but anyway, back to this. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't do that. He's looking out for his mother, is what he's actually doing. All right. The evidence wow, for do rag dirty. Do do rag dirty. <laughs> me and Durag, me and Durag have had a couple conversations that was like, yeah, okay. It's nothing, it's nothing but upper opportunity. Another space and opportunity right here. All right. Uh Alfred filed a lawsuit against Hertz on Tuesday. Although the case will be, eyes. Will, be, will be slowed by the company's bankruptcy reorganization. He's seeking a, a final a financial compensation. There's no question uh, that Alfred would have been a, would have avoided going to jail uh, had they produced the documentation. His attorney, Jay, Jamie White, said her said is deeply saddened about what happened. While we're unable to find the historic rental records for 2011 when it was requested in 2015, we continued our good faith efforts to locate it, says spokeswoman Lauren Luster uh, Wednesday. Uh, with advances in data search in the years following, we were able to locate the rental records in 2018 and promptly produce it. Alfred was convicted of second-degree murder in 2016 in the shooting death of Michael Adams. The Hertz receipt uh, showed that Alfred was in renting a car in Lansing Area Airport around the time that Adams was shot. Uh, White said that he was uh, killed in Lansing neighborhood 20 minutes away from the airport. So he got out. That's messed up. He had to sell some jail time uh, on account of him being free due to he had an alibi. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully, you know what I'm saying? He gets a nice little check uh, from Hertz. And you know what I'm saying? My mans can get go ahead and get him a, a nice lineup and let let it go. Let it go. Let it go. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not using Hertz anymore, right? That's official. It depends on what those sales look like. 
<laughs> now this now is this is this like it's hurts doing was hurts doing that it's like hey someone wants to need a receipt how does he look like? He has break. No, nah, no, nah, we can't find that receipt. We can't find that receipt. See, I wasn't even going with the racial side of it. Okay. Uh, what if you're just needing a receipt to clear your name? Apparently, Hertz takes seven years to do that. But listen, it's the thing, too. Usually, now, I mean, I mean, that was in 2011. So that's not like olden time days. Right. Yeah. Don't you have to use a card to rent a card to, like, for them to have something to hold on to? Like, they, they had take a, a computer. They take it straight cash, up. but doesn't he have receipts himself? Though? I was going to say, I was waiting his for the right opportunity, bank? but as my mom would say, that's on you. <laughs> like, keep your keep your financials together. And I'm like, oh, man, we got to hold receipts now for years yeah, I, to make I'm sure not, that Hertz doesn't screw us? I'm not saying that she's right or Hertz is right, but that was where my mind went. Come on. <laughs> Seven years to produce a receipt with a timestamp on it. How long well, does wait, that take? Wait. Did he use a card? All right. Yeah, call your bank. I just, don't I don't you have to? Credit card company. You'd when have to I, put a major cash deposit if they even allowed. That's cash. what I'm saying. It had to be yeah. ridiculous. You know, so like, Once that's again, where it kind of, times, as you said. Yeah, this isn't like this was 92, right? right? Like, come on. That's what I'm like, saying. The DA can't go to the Hertz office? Yeah, I'd like a receipt for Mr. Alfred on this day at this time. Oh, sure. Let me just type that in. Oh, yeah, we got a rental here. Yeah, give me, like a, said, give me another to... five years and I'll get that receipt for you. Yeah, like you said, if he, he used a credit card or his bank card or what have you, they have records there. I'm sure they have records going way back past 10 years of whichever card he used, so they got to have something. What if he had, like, a local bank that didn't have mobile banking yet? That, that could be, but we might not be able to blame Chase, Bank of America, Discover, City, whatever. Right. You're what right. He's got the local mom and pop bank. He's using the Lansing Credit Union. Wait, they don't still have receipts at the local. Credit but I'm saying, TCF, like, maybe the TCF the doesn't have receipts or something like that. I didn't know TCF is that way. TCF is that back? They don't give you receipts or they got a little. They got, a, they got a little lady in a dusty broom going through. <laughs> well, Hertz is one on the same one. system. Why are we expecting the bank to be on a different system? Wow. They're using the Dewey Decibel system over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need a receipt? Well, let me go to the point seven five five three threes and see if I can find it. I'm How do we know? Shout out to the Dewey Decimal as an ar- old archive nerd from underground. Oh, come on. Shout come out on. to my boy Ola days once again. <clears throat> back on these, kids in, these kids will never know what the Dewey Decimal is, and they still won't go and look up knowledge in, <laughs> at their fingertips. But um, They just got to visit Hertz. That's, they're known for their Dewey Decimal. Let me ask you this, Ryan. Let me ask you this. To, to play devil's advocate for Hertz, how do we know it's Hertz as a company and not that particular branch? Oh, like they're the embezzlement branch? I'm just saying, like, they they don't keep good records that that, that hurts. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we know? We never put it in the computer. We put it all under the doormat. (laughs) Yeah, they got to be backed by the Hertz Corporation database. They're not using their own systems and then sending everything to Hertz. Hey, it was 2011. That was a long time ago. Who knows? Wait, wait, they got the massive Hertz sign right on the airport that says right here, we are backed by Hertz. Not like him and Randy. Are they a franchise? Franchisees? Or that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Are they a franchise? Because if they're a franchise, listen, listen, I can franchise the McDonald's and run it to the ground. All right. You can still be serving the, uh, the but aren't you using McDonald's tax 
for the no, cashier and all that there. stuff. You're using McDonald's tech. You're not using like your own tech and then you're sending it over to McDonald's. It might be McDonald's tech from 1983 if you're <laughs> out West Virginia or New Hampshire or somewhere. Oh, so Hurt just sent over a librarian that educated on the Dewey Decimal System. Here's your software. <laughs> we don't know. We're... 80 years old. <laughs> Sister That's Jean, she's really she good at the Dewey Decimal System. They'll help you out, Ernest. All right, moving on. <laughs> Uh, this is out of CNN. Uh, Oklahoma high school basketball announcer who hurled racist insults during a live stream at a state basketball game has apologized for his actions. In a statement obtained by CNN, Matt Rowan uh, said he he most regrettably made some statements that cannot be taken back. He said that he has type one. Uh, di- he's a type one diabetic, and during the game, his blood sugar was spiking. He offered a sincere apology to like all the involved. man. It said it's not unusual. <laughs> unusual. For him to become disoriented and say inappropriate and hurtful things. Imagine him at the dinner table when his blood sugar is spiking. <laughs> right. While the comments I read, made, he can make disoriented or racist comments with that thing is so the diet. Wait, the diabetes gives him Tourette's. That is what he's basically That's, saying. No, it yeah, actually turns thinking. him racist. It's right, weird. Right. Blood sugar <laughs> lack of insulin. Gets his racism going really strong. Look at like, that it's on, like, that, on that poor kneeling boy. It's kicking in. Oh, it's an inverse relationship. Here's it's, sugar. it's like a meter. It's like a meter. I was like, sugar oh, goes he's down, about racism goes. <laughs> oh, watch it. He's about to get racist. Get this man a cookie. Exactly. A Snickers. You know how you get when you're hungry. Right. He, that, that's where this is headed, guys. Enforcement City because capitalism. Wow, a Snickers commercial, like legit. That'd be messed up. Uh, now, yeah, Ryan, maybe five you wanna... years ago, right? Wait, wait, Ryan. I'll say this: uh, if he does get a Snickers deal, we can boycott Snickers, but not hurt. What's that noise? Yeah, what is going on? I was my radiators. Sorry about that. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. okay. Those are always breaking in. <laughs> I was no, like, what like... is Kenton doing up there? <laughs> <laughs> it does literally sound like giant cr- uh, wrench. On cast iron, but it is it really just like, radiators. It's like that commercial would be like, it's like, yeah, we are we got an issue with our pipes and the dudes under the sink playing the bagpipes or whatever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep, pretty much. All right. This is this is what it this is what he left with. Uh while the comments I made were certainly seem to indicate that I am a racist. I am not. I've never considered myself to be a racist in short and cannot explain why I made those comments. <laughs> I really I really wish that Ron Sander was still alive so that we could ask him about whether or not his diabetes ever made him racist to be like, no, I don't should think we, so. I think this guy's just an ass. Should we uh listen to to the yeah, incident? Is, is it bleeped? Is this is this bleep though? There is no bleeps. This is live and uncut. Raw, uh, I, guess. Raw. I guess so. Listener, I guess like that Loyola campus, baby. Yeah, if you got kids around, uh, perhaps they don't need to listen to this. Uh, yeah, I don't need to disclaimer. listen to this racism, but I'll let you play it anyway. You don't want to hear the whole thing, the incident? Let it ride. Let it ride. Let it...
N word, N word, N word. I'm happy the right. audio is so bad that I could barely make. When I first listened to it uh, 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 during the week, I was like, I could barely hear that N word. It didn't offend me as much as I thought it would. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, gotta, gotta come hot. No, I'm joking. Uh, listen, man, dude is clearly a racist. Uh, we're not, not buying even, the diabetes. Listen, we're not you may buying as well just own that. Just uh, listen. Just own that. You may you may actually get uh, an endorsement by owning that. Nowadays, how things are going right now, uh, with between the left and the right. Um, it's listen. He needs to be fired. Um, and the crazy thing, and I know we always talk about it on here. You're supposed to act like that mic is on at all times. Mm-hmm. So, right. Listen, you know what? Acting like the mic is on at all times can stop you from making racist comments because your blood sugar spike. <laughs> Or other like reasons. If, or other, but I'm just listen. If, even, if you're, even if you're a racist person, it could save your job. You know what I'm saying? I'm just this is for uh, this is for racists and non-racists. This is just a word of advice to you. What did we get uh, the Reds to Reds commentator for? Was it the oh? Was it the, the uh, uh, homosexual? Oh, he slur? said it was. Yes. He said it was. Yeah, it's it was that LG type of city. Or yeah, at least that one. That one was a, even a little bit more ambiguous. I'm not saying it was ambiguous. Then politically motivated comments that end in the N word. Like, both of we're happy that um, bad cover. He was a yeah. horrible announcer. But quick question for the yes. group, because obviously the dude's racist. But I was blown away by the creativity with the diabetes, because you can't go out there and oh, say, yeah. "Oh, I, I, I wasn't thinking straight. Uh, that's not me. I just had a horrible." Like, you gotta, you gotta try to come up with something creative nowadays if you get caught with your racism. And I thought but, that one was a, a nice, unique one. Doesn't get away. Doesn't get the excuse, but. Does he get any style points for the creativity of the excuse? Oh, but see, this is the problem with it, Ryan. This is he didn't make. I don't feel like he made this excuse up for this incident. I feel like it's that's his go-to. <laughs> yeah. Because if you listen to what he said, listen to what he said. Right? He said he said that he has type one. He's a type one diabetic, and during the game, his blood sugar was spiking. He offered a sincere apology to all involved in the game and said, "It's it's not unusual for him to become disoriented and say inappropriate, inappropriate and hurtful things." This is his excuse all the time. His kids, he'd be like, "Oh, you know, I'm spiked. I was disoriented." Right. So, so we already established that Ron can't be reached for comment for obvious reasons. But I'd like to, I'd like to see what Jay can come up with as, as the one of the most famous Chicago diabetics living in extant to see what he thinks about this is an excuse for bad behavior. Uh, he's a heater saying whatever. I'm all about vibes, not highs. I'm type two, so whatever. <laughs> you should not be laughing about diabetes like that. That's wrong. We cannot do that. That's not funny. To uh, be fair, not... we were laughing at Jay's nonchalantness. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure, all right? And this so, other guy's racism and the supposed I think, you know, consequences I think we're going to be seeing, hopefully. Maybe for so. this guy. Guy. Next time, why don't you put down the mic? Go to the concession stand. Next time you start feeling that uh, type one diabetes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh, I feel the disorientation. I'm gonna go to the concession stand real quick. <laughs> He's gonna go to the concession stand business because he hit he had hit up the concession stand in it or not the concession the, the vending machine and it was empty of all the <laughs> things he wasn't one. allergic to. It's PepsiCo's fault. So they should have had my Pepsi there, but it was empty. <laughs> also, franchisees usually. Great independent businesses. Get right. that coin. Loyal is not good at it either. Keeping those vending machines stocked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. No this is from uh, this is from Yahoo. I mean Yahoo Finance. 
A video took place on February 26, but was released earlier this week by Oakland County Sheriff's Office. The footage shows a black Beamer driving through a remote forested route. Suddenly, a group of deer jump out from the trees ahead of the car, prompting the driver to slam on their brakes and swerve into the shoulder. Despite the BMW's strong brakes, there's still enough momentum for the 4,000-pound sedan to carry into the River of Bambies. You ready for this? Yep. A Michigan Sheriff's Office shared video of the moment a car traveling on a rural road was jumped over and onto by deer in a sudden stampede. The dashboard camera footage, shared by the Oakland County Sheriff's Office, shows the car traveling on a road through a wooded area when a large group of the deer suddenly start bounding across the road. The car quickly comes to a stop and some deer jump right over the vehicle, while some end up jumping onto the car and either jumping or falling off. The sheriff's office said no humans or deer were injured in the incident. Another reminder you have to always be in control of your car and not distracted by anything else, the sheriff's office wrote. I would have beat the shit out of that last deer. That motherfucker. <laughs> no, that last deer. That I last thought of deer. you as soon as I saw that story. <laughs> Those other deer, they was caught off guard. That last deer was being disrespectful. I ain't jumping on that car. I got out that car and fucked that deer up. Oh, no, you. You the type of motherfucker. <laughs> sorry. Get the peace out because you're camping because you wouldn't be in that part of the country without it. <laughs> Also, clarification on how rural this is. Oakland County is like the bougie suburb of uh, Detroit. So I was gonna say it's in Michigan, right? Like yeah, yeah. somewhere. It's not like it, it was like probably through a forest preserve, not like yeah. Well, to be fair, Jason, as soon as you move out of the city, you're in the rural parts of America. So we just want to make sure everybody knows. <laughs> F those suburb shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's how you're feeling. All oh, right. Man. I, oh, I, man. Black hat I, I channeled I my Loyola Jason and wanted to get my black hat on these suburbs. Suburbs of America, you're going down. Damn. Don't hate where you come from. It's part of you. Oh boy. I fear you though. I get tired of the city. Don't don't get it twisted, man. Sometimes <laughs> I, I go through the citizen app and I'm like, what are you motherfuckers doing? Someone shot at the the damn uh Amazon delivery person. The other day, <laughs> it's like you fucking up the Amazon packages now. Like, son, stop, relax yourself. Don't mess the commerce up like that. Oh man, oh man, oh man. It's a pandemic. Oh, man. We need our Amazon. We need do. Listen, let me tell you, this is terrible. Uh, after one, and I don't really like Pizza Hut personally. I was not a fan of it. I only like the cheesy stuffed crust, but it's shitty pizza. I don't eat anything that's stuffed crusted. <laughs> Mm. But um, sorry, these bows, these bows are made for that. But um, <laughs> she can't hold. No, no, that's like I might as well just go sit in the bathroom. I mean, cheese, cheese stuff. Crust. I think that's where Pizza John Hut actually recommends slice. eating the pizza. Find yourself a nice bathroom and eat your pizza. There. <laughs> right, exactly. Just get get situated. Uh, so look, this is funny because this I'm, this is going to how much shit. I mean, stuff we've been ordering. So I got the Pizza Hut, right? She she um she practices Lent. So I got her a veggie one and I got one for the kids. I had a few slices. It was it was actually better when she warmed it up. It was too doughy. She ended up cooking in the morning. It was better. But I decided yesterday, I was like, I'm gonna get something for me, right? So I took my ass to Popeyes, right? Mm. 
There we go. Right. So as soon as I get my um get like get my receipt from Popeyes, Bank of America hits me. It's like, hey, it's something wrong with your account. I'm like, what? So I'm driving down. So this is Popeyes on 74th and Stony. Go to that one not, instead of the one that's over all 87. The 74th one is one of the better ones. Um. So I sit there and I'm driving and I'm trying to like, man, what is going on? I'm make, trying to get into my account before someone you know just steals all my cash or whatever, right? So Bank of America texts me. So I open up the text. And it was, listen, you got Pizza Hut yesterday and Popeye's today. What? Is this you? <laughs> Answer yes or no. I was like, yep, it sure was Bank of America. Good luck. We know Ken Davis, and Ken Davis would not be caught dead in these two. Right? <laughs> Somebody has stolen your phone, sir. <laughs> yeah, so that was it. Just, that just jumped out to What'd me. What'd you get uh, from the Popeye's, by the way? <laughs> I got a, I got two, I got two nine pieces. Ooh, um, for you? No, I meant for my family. What the okay. hell? But I had like, <laughs> well, you, you, you practiced like Popeyes for me. I needed to get some. I made a half. I made a half. Oh, but listen, I may have had five of them jumps. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame. Because I mean, I got it, and I got yeah. it like at one. So I, I got it so that I could just snack, Ooh, just eat it go. throughout the day. That's you know, the way to go. Throughout the day, yeah, or whatever. But still, it just it jumps out to me, just like that that deer on that back of that beamer. It jumps out to me. Uh, that when it happened yesterday, Bank of America was like, "Whoa, buddy! They thought somebody was out here just oh, eating them off of me, right?" Like we think the hamburglar took your phone and is picking up all the fast food places. Is this you? Facts. Facts. That is always bad when you have to admit to like a choice. You were like, "Should I do it?" And then your card's like. Do you, and want they, to, do you want to dispute this? You, you don't want to dispute this? <laughs> and they do it for like the five dollar transactions. It's never for like the hundred, two hundred. Like, are you sure the seven dollar transaction was you? Oh, the three hundred one that we have no idea about. That one's fine. And I haven't checked, but when the, when it's when they sent it to me, it was like if the uh if whatever you bought, you know, if it didn't go through, now try it. Now that I got the receipt, but I was like, if this if this transaction didn't go through and this chicken is free. It must be a sign from Free a Popeye's chicken. Come Free on. Popeyes? Come on now. That's a win-win. There's ever oh. been a win-win. That's a that's win-win-win. If there's win, ever win, a three-win, that's the three-win right there. Yeah, it was it was tasty. All right. Moving to a little bit of a movie uh information. This is from the Hollywood Reporter. <sighs> James Cameron's 2009 epic blockbuster avatar has passed marvel's 2019 superhero extravaganza avengers endgame to once again rule as the top grossing film of all time at the global box office yes jason well bam what see your face when you did that uh, yeah <laughs> not just oh is jason place. replacing d for the avatar hate <laughs> no, we won't. not yet. Not yet. Avatar surprise. <laughs> Avatar surprise victory is a result of the movie's re-release in China this weekend, where it earned more than eight million through Saturday afternoon uh, alone, according to Disney. That puts Avatar's total box office at two point eight versus the two point seven nine seven billion Endgame, uh, which was released in twenty nineteen. Commenting on the achievement, Avatar producer uh, John Landu. Uh, said, we are proud to reach this milestone, but Jim and I are most thrilled the film is back in theaters due to unprecedented times. We want to thank the Chinese fans for the support. Man, you just... China James strikes Cameron, again. James Cameron just couldn't let that rock, could he? With no. this Avatar nonsense that he keeps forcing down our throats. Don't they have like 20 of those bad boys about to come out now? Like Four. There's supposed to be four total. 
And did they film them all like they did Back to the Future two and three? Because that's what they did with Back to the Future two and three. Yeah, they're fit. They filmed them all together, I believe. Okay. I, I was just uh why how why was it happening now? The face was why is that happening now when we just know. had a thing that would bring people back to watch again game? <laughs> by having WandaVision, I was like, didn't there was the missing piece. China theaters, Chinese theaters. Uh-huh. There we go. It all makes sense now. I think Definitely. James Cameron, he's just too bitter about losing the top box office twice. First with Titanic, then with Avatar, he's gotta come back. It's like, let me get my friends in China. Help me out over here. <laughs> Do me the solid real quick. He's greasing some palms. I know you want a new film, but what if we do this old one one more time? Right. Listen, he could at least remaster. Did they remaster that bad boy? Like, you could at least right. do it like, you know what I'm saying, uh, like what George Lucas did with the original uh, right. Star Wars trilogy. You could at least feed us that and bunk a, a bunch of muck rather than just like, hey, I'm just dropping it. Listen, did, did you have to pay full price or was this like the dollar show? Oh, full price, I'm sure. Whoever, wait, who, who, who here has been to the dollar show? Mm-hmm. Nobody? Sydney, not a, not a dollar, but like a matinee nope. discount. Yeah, matinee yeah, discount. yeah, not a dollar nah, show, but no, nah, I mean it wasn't a dollar, but you okay. didn't pay full price, and the movie was an older, it was yeah. an older movie. It's like half off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. Real quick, how do we feel about those two movies? Which one's better, Avengers Endgame and Avatar? Avengers Endgame. Listen, Thor cut Thanos's head off at the <laughs> beginning of the movie. <laughs> He's in game, like that's what. Listen, and I'm, listen personally, I like Avatar. I know I'm not like an Avatar. Avatar. I'm not an Avatar hater, but it does not. But listen, as far as stunning beauty at that time, and mind you, I don't know if I saw it in IMAX or not. I saw. I, I don't know if I saw it in IMAX or not. Stunning beauty, especially for its time, Avatar is is maybe unparalleled. All right, but we're talking about story, and I mean, actually, if we even add in, I'm sure in game CGI rates with it because listen okay i just said oh, he cuts yeah. Thanos' head head off right that ain't thanos that's just uh josh borland, borland. Josh borland right like to think about I me mean, just the cgi like it looks so real you think that's a eight foot titan right there basically you know what i'm saying or seven foot titan but uh so but as far as a movie it's not even close as Endgame. like p- listen avatar you should have came out about 10 years ago you know what i'm saying like we've been waiting I went forever for that movie to, to, to come back. I'm not even say waiting. We know it's supposed to be a sequel, but I mean, it's, it seems a little too too little too late to be honest. Do you with think? You. So he. Do you think go it's ahead. gonna be like a big opening, Avatar yes. two? You know how much money he dumped into that. This, the, the film studio. Listen, he's gotten permission to make all of those movies. They're going to make it like a. I, I remember uh, hearing Herb Gotti talk about. I forget what Jay Z album it, it was, but talking about how. It was a Jay-Z album. This is before like Jay-Z retired that time. Uh, and it wasn't performing up to the level that Jay-Z was. Uh, his, his records usually do. And he was talking, I think, to Kevin Lyles of Def Jam. He was telling him, don't push the button. Don't push the button. And what he meant by button was, at a certain point, a label will focus all its attention to getting that artist or that artist's record all the way out there. And, and by doing that, it neglects everything else. Because Ja Rule had an album out at the time. So Herb is like, don't push the button because once you push the button, you're not going to focus on Ja anymore. So the point that I'm making, the amount of money they're putting into Avatar and giving him permission to make all of those sequels, 
they can't let it flop. Like they have to, even if it's bad, keep forcing it on us with Burger King glasses and all types of stuff mm-hmm. just to make that money back. That it may suck, but man, they're gonna shove that bad boy down our gullets. Period. Oh, especially Bye. now, you could, you could make up on a big blockbuster like that. Most of your money in international markets with mm-hmm. the rise of China, but all China and Southeast Asian audiences. Yeah, probably okay. Yeah. By the they way, Ken, when you go to Burger King for your Avatar glass, just make sure you're using your card. Bank of America doesn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I probably get more hate piled on me today by admitting I haven't seen Endgame or Avatar. Here we go. Just not interested. But I did Did watch WandaVision. Okay. Joe Saldana is the star in Avatar, Jason. Hmm? Zoe Saldana? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's nice. Yeah, Too blue for you in that movie, though. Yeah. Sydney, did you see Endgame? You didn't see Endgame, right? No, I haven't seen either one either. What? What yeah, is wow. going on with our bottom row? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I thought it was going to be really provocative that I had The two largest both. box office both. grocers. We don't even have two people have Sydney seen Sydney doesn't go to the show. Sydney, what's the last movie you went to go see? Oh, don't worry. Sydney doesn't need to go to the show to see Avatar. He's had 10 years to watch that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but at least for me, I have the defense that, like, before there was a pandemic, when there, I thought there was going to be actual, like, coming back from my trip last year and be, like, movies and art exhibits to go to i i kyle would talk me into doing like a really like esoteric like highbrow thing for we are regal radio that still hasn't happened because there are no events to go to so at least i had the defense of like i watch movies with subtitles damn it (laughs) (laughs) oh lucky you Uh, you know not just i did give a recommendation for moxie it's a nice accessible film it's not going to be top box office film but Let's dust off the old DVD player and get these two movies watched. Hey, in Moxie, let me ask you this. Any part in Moxie, does Thanos get his head chopped off in the beginning of the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sydney, what's the last movie you went to go see? Uh, I believe it was, I I know you asked this question before, but I believe it was Dear White People. You know, that was years ago. Mm, Okay. You went by yourself? Yes. Oh, you was feeling a certain kind of way, huh? <laughs> 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 all right. Dear all right, white people, right. I got to check this out. I've <laughs> <laughs> been written all over it. Sit it brown. All right. Last one. Uh, Kirk, Frank, Kirk Franklin, this is from Billboard, has issued an apology after an exhibitive field phone call with his estranged son went viral. Uh, Kirk Franklin, the 51-year-old gospel singer, took to social media on Saturday, March the 13th, to share a video of himself expressing regret over his uh, scornful phone conversation with his son, Carrion Franklin, who was 32 years old. Go ahead, one uh, Ryan, key up the actual conversation, then his apology afterwards, please. Will do. Enough of piece of paper. Your neck. Is that a threat?
wait, wait. That that N word was louder than the one of the announcement. What's going on here? I feel like I said we myself. We are raw and uncut on flipping oh friends. My. Oh, we're not that. No, we're not. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes. No, we're this not. This is the mistake episode, isn't it, Ken? <laughs> No, 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 this no. is a go great ahead, episode. Loving it. My favorite part. Run the apology. Run the apology. Run the apology. You want it right now? All right. <laughs> Many of you know I have an older son named Carrie Franklin. In May, he'll be 33. For many years, we have had a toxic relationship with him as a family. We've tried for many years through counseling, through therapy, to try to rectify this private family matter. Recently, my son and I had an argument that he chose to record. I felt extremely disrespected in that conversation and I lost my temper. And I said words that are not appropriate. And I'm sincerely sorry to all of you. I sincerely apologize. I want you to know as a father that during that conversation, I called the family therapist and got that therapist on the phone to try to help. He never played that part of the recording. I'm not perfect. I'm human and I'm going to make mistakes and I'm trying to get it right. Please keep me and my family in your prayers. Hey, it was better than what the royal family put out. Um, <laughs> listen, We're not listen, racist. Listen, first of all, if you didn't get the subtle undertones of how upset Kirk Franklin is, he had to make that video. He pointed out... <laughs> <laughs> he pointed out... This motherfucker recorded me without my permission. <laughs> this motherfucker about to be 33 in May. Right? <laughs> Shawty, listen, Shawty is toxic as you know what. Um, and listen, I called it there. Listen, Kirk Franklin, let me tell you two things that stood out to me on this. First of all, if you know Kirk Franklin, you know he would say some stuff like that if you pay attention to Kirk Franklin. Like if he's doing an interview, he is not like just, just he's he's a person that's more spiritual as he would say it than religious, right? But he said he would break his foot off in that boy's backside. <laughs> but this is the kicker. This is the kicker. This happened to me once. The kicker, and I would think that's his wife, the boy's stepmother, the woman laughing in the background with Kirk Franklin, his first right. talk in his talk. That would have sent me through the phone if that was that gentleman. I remember one time getting into it with my mother and her boyfriend. Mind you, her boyfriend, like with my brothers, you know, they may have someone, but me, he always played his position. And I could hear dude laughing. I, I listen, I think I may have tried to get over there to break his neck. All right. Like that takes the disrespect to such a different level right. when he's sitting there and you hear step my like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kirk, G, GP, are you with me? Put your foot in his pants. Kirk, like, I'm just saying that would, if I was sure. And then just to think that I'll say this too. The young man is bogus. Let me leave with that. That the young man is, cause I'm sure they've had two, a lot of bad arguments that Kirk, could have, even though nobody would have cared to hear what his son had to say because he's not the celebrity, <laughs> but that Kirk could have done the same thing. And he knows where his bread is buttered and his, his father's image, you know, that would look bad on. That's why he, Kirk Franklin had to come up there with that uh that hostage video apology. <laughs> he, just... <laughs> he go buy my next album. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, listen, the crazy thing is this. He will do a song about this, mm. right? And have somebody sang it while he talks over the track like Puffy. He will do a song. <laughs> He will do a song about family struggles, right? And it's going to have part of that audio in it. You know, but sometimes family, we got to come together and be like, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come together. Like, he's going to use this. Do not, do not think he's not going to use it. 
Shout out to my like 33 and May cats with difficult relations to their fathers, though. <laughs> I love <laughs> that one hit me harder than I thought, especially when he got aired out as being toxic for years. I was like, oh, would you <laughs> would you record your father, Jason? No, but my father also probably would put on a better face for his own face than to call me toxic in public <laughs> in an apology. Are we are we buying that the therapist was on the other line? No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> He, I, I buy that he called the therapist because the therapist could could, could come out and say that he did contact. Oh, and corroborate. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. he called the therapist, but it may not have been important at that point. You know what I'm saying? Also, we don't know at what point during our conversation that the son might have mentioned, "Yeah, I'm recording this," and then Kirk was like, "Oh." You know, well, let me try to get the therapist on the line. We gotta straighten this. Thing. Like we don't, <laughs> we don't have the full script of what happened. You know, so hold on, right. <laughs> exactly. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, exactly. he's got me recorded. I really need to damage control here. But listen, I like I, uh, I like the son when he's just like, "I'm old. Can't talk to me like that." <laughs> <laughs> listen. What are you calling your daddy for since you're so old? Because listen, right. what, what what could that conversation have been? That you're a grown ass man, and that he just he's saying that to you if you didn't already had disrespect him, or on top of that was asking for something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if y'all don't you have a good relationship, for money or something like that, and that's when Kirk lost it. Or Kirk didn't do something that he he wanted him to do. He was like, "You you doing for them new babies? <laughs> Why I put my foot so?" <laughs> Now everybody calm down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pray for our family. Exactly. Please, please. Tell you said toxic, toxic relationship. Yes, that's what that is gospel for son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, son man. of a bitch, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> yes, been getting in the way of my money for years is the other way to read that too. Definitely, definitely. And I've been giving you money, you ingrate. You know, I wish I never bust that. But anyway. <laughs> Boy, I knew. I knew that night. I knew that night. But, uh, <laughs> I made a mistake. Right Ooh, when I held you, I was like, you know damn what? it. I want, Lord, exactly. forgive us. <laughs> I've never, you know, since I only have two kids uh, and they are wonderful children, uh, I've never been in the, had a, once a thought about not... Um, Breaking a foot not, off in some of their asses? No, not uh, not impregnating their mother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and to think, you know, Kirk Franklin wishes. It's a part of Kirk Franklin wish he had never laid down with that woman, <laughs> right? Like, it just there's a plenty of people out there. Like, it, it just hit me now that those people are out there. That they see their kid and they was like, "Man, I wish I had just." play with myself that night i'm just saying like yeah i'm pretty stuff. sure because i edited the uh, apology the first 45 minutes he was ranting at why he ever had this kid and then the last 45 seconds was the apology <laughs> that's a long long video then he's, he's joking wow. <laughs> man yeah. it sounds like a confessional <laughs> all right let, let me get this apology over with <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you get to the apology park, Kirk? All right, all right. <laughs> Kirk, all right. I'd like to go home and feed my family. Can we? <laughs> what you know about family? <laughs> you ever have a bastard son? <laughs> oh man, oh man. But listen, we wish Kirk Franklin and his family the best. Uh, prayers with, prayers with prayers, his family. Pray, prayers, prayers go out to his family. But actually, real talk, prayers go out to anybody that need it right now. 
uh, live on living on a better note. Hopefully you enjoyed us joking around, uh, having a little fun. That's what you're going to find when you come to the flip and friends, we like to go over topics that's happening around the world here in the nation and just kind of put our little twist and spin on it. Hopefully brought a little levity to your day. You can always check out city and second city sports. You can always check out Jason here with us. You can always check out Ryan and myself. Not if we're not here, we're also doing uh, that David show. And also check me out on the under center podcast for NBC sports. Yes. As check always, him out. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. Shout out to everybody over there at NBC. Uh, but as always, man, listen, be safe out there. It's the crazy times that we're living in. Sydney. We go. The flip. <laughs>